Are the lines between your work life and your personal life more blurred than ever? Yeah, you're not alone. It is more important than any time in history that we figure out a way to create boundaries between work and home life. Stay tuned for today, episode 41 on Productivity on Purpose. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Ruthie Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rockstar professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, my beautiful friend, doing it all, all the things for all the people, all the time. I see you. And that is why I'm super pumped you're here because today I am talking about a topic that is very near and dear to my heart, and I hope that it is to you as well, and it's all about downtime. Can I get an amen for some relaxation? Well-deserved, right? Okay, before we jump in, however, I just want to tell you really quickly about a very cool opportunity. If you like what you've been hearing on this podcast, or maybe you've been on my mailing list, or familiar with my blog, or heard me speak, or have read my book, or any other way that you know me and you like my style, if I provided value and insight for you, then I would love for you to join me on a free coaching session. If you're feeling overwhelmed or exhausted or scattered, let's have a live complimentary session together. Here's what you got to do. Just fill out a form to answer a couple questions about your challenges. And if you're selected, we'll have a live on-air coaching call where where I'll guide you, I'll offer you recommendations and strategies to solve your burning issues. You will have about, let's say, 20 to 30 minutes of my time, 100% for you to talk about any productivity challenge you're having. And I know whatever issues you're having, you're not alone. There are so many other amazing driven women out there with the same challenges, and I cannot think of a better way for them or for you to get real-life answers to your real-life problems than on a call like this. So if you'd like to be part of it, please come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash coach me. One word, forward slash coach me. All right, so let's get into the good stuff and talk about how to get more downtime, more rest time, more relaxation time. I feel like this is a harder ask than ever before right now, as most of us are at home still, and the lines between work life and personal life are totally blurred, right? They are very little, if any, boundaries anymore. If you find yourself working on the couch like all the time, um, hello, uh, you're not alone, or if you're working really late or no longer have these clearly defined hours between this is when I go to work and do my work and then this is when I come home and spend time with my family or relax or do other things for the house or just like veg out, right? Those days seem to be gone or at least somewhat gone. And I've been hearing this so much from so many women and men lately. We're working together and they are just craving more balance, They are craving more rest. They're craving more downtime. Another word that I'm hearing, another phrase is that I really need more time for play. I love that. It's sort of like, I just need some time to chillax, like brainstorm, be creative, or just 
like not have everything structured and planned and have to do, 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 do all the time. Like all this pressure on me. I just want more time to play. So honestly, I'm thinking that at some point you were probably always doing some of your work stuff at home, right? I mean, I don't know if if too many of us are in these very strict nine to five jobs and we can turn everything off in our brains and on our laptops and on our phones after that. Someone here listening may be able to relate to that, but for the most part, it does sneak into home time. However, now it's probably much worse, much more connected because we feel like we're connected 24-7 because we are home, right? And you might also find that other people who typically wouldn't expect you to work after hours or be available or respond on the weekends, they are now contacting you during these times because they too kind of had these impeded boundaries, right? They've been, they are also have this lack of boundaries right now. And so on top of what you're feeling, they are reaching out to you at times and you're like, ah, this really shouldn't be happening. Okay, we know this is no bueno. We know this. This is impacting your relationships. So your relationships at home, with your family, with your friends, uh, and even your colleagues, because now it's like we're really changing the boundaries between you know what's sort of acceptable or what's normalized and what's not. It's impacting your health if you're feeling more sluggish, just more scattered, uh, more tired, exhausted. No surprise, given that we are so connected. That, of course, relates to your energy and your sleep, right? If you just feel like I'm kind of not putting in my 100% or I'm feeling really tired or restless or just more overwhelmed than usual, this is a lot of that reason because these lines are so blurred right now. And then, unfortunately, my most unfavorite, my, my least favorite, I say, is the weight. Who here is like putting on weight during this time? And it's sort of the same thing. It adds... All of this extra work is adding more stress on your body and it can cause you to not take care of yourself as well, maybe exercise or eat as well. And it's also impacting your waistline because I know uh, I definitely have had like the COVID five, maybe six, and it is not fun. And then lastly, your performance, right? This, it really, really affects your performance. And this is kind of counterintuitive because you feel like on one hand, the more I'm working, the better I'm performing, right? You're like, I'm putting in more hours, so I'm getting more done. But the truth is your body craves and needs rest. It needs to recalibrate. It needs to rest from a very molecular cellular level to how you show up every day at home and at work. But here's what happens. And I really feel like women deal with this so much more than men. I'm just saying, I'm saying from my own personal experience and from what I've been hearing and kind of just like what I feel like I've been hearing my whole life, but we tend to impart a lot of guilt on ourselves, often more times than men, right? If we have a day or even an hour or sometimes even just a few minutes of downtime, we feel like, oh my gosh, I'm wasting all this time. I could have gotten so much done, right? It's like this waste instead of this rest that our body really needs, our brain needs. We need emotionally and mentally and physically. We start sort of berating ourselves for it and feeling really guilty. Okay, nod your head right now if you're listening to this. And you're like, yep, so me, so me. 
And then this, of course, leads to a spiraling negative voice in our head that really, truly has no business being there. So how do you get out of this vicious cycle, this self-sabotaging behavior? So here it is. And here's what you're going to do. And I'm just going to warn you, this is going to sound so simple because it is, but it's actually a bit counterintuitive. And then, of course, I'm going to follow this up with some examples so you can really demonstrate how you might be doing this or not doing this, even though it sounds so simple. And here's what it is. Plan for unplanned time. In other words, structure your unstructured time. Now, this is totally counterintuitive, like I just mentioned, because, I mean, who does that, right? It's not typically something you plan for to not plan for something. You do plan for your doctor's appointments, your hair appointments, your travel plans, your work calls, your team meetings, when deadlines are due, right? But are you supposed to plan time to sit on the couch after work? and just chill out and watch The Bachelor? Uh, Actually, yes, you are. (laughs) If this sounds too simplistic, hold on tight. Like I said, I'm going to explain how this works and why this is so important. And as usual, I'll share a real life example to really bring this home. All right, so I'm gonna share two scenarios. And then I will show you the difference between these and the impact that it has on how we're feeling, on our motivation, and our inspiration. So scenario number one, let's say it's Saturday and you have had the week, right? You've had a full week, you are tired, you have definitely earned some downtime. However, of course, because you're a go-getter, you're driven, you're ambitious, you are you, in your mind you're thinking, I have all these errands I have to get done and all this stuff around the house and so I'm just gonna get that done on Saturday. Okay, there's really, it's, it's kind of, it's not totally planned because you're not really thinking about when I'm going to do it or how long, but it is planned in your mind. You're like, this is all the stuff I'm going to get done. Here's my long to-do list of the errands and the stuff around the house and the laundry and maybe I'll put in some work things. And, you know, you have the mental checklist already. Am I right? It's there. You wake up with it. You go to bed with it. Here's everything I'm going to get done today. So you wake up Saturday, maybe you have your coffee, you, you know, you lounge around a tiny bit and you're like, okay, I got to get to it. I have so much to do. And you sit down on the couch to start straightening up some peepers and some magazines because one of the things in your list is I got to straighten up this family room. It's a mess. And while you're doing that, you turn on the TV and you end up binge watching The Queen's Gambit, which by the way, I am obsessed with right now. So good. No wonder this is the number one show in America right now. But anyway, I digress. So good. If you haven't watched it, go watch yourself at least an episode and you're going to be hooked. All right. So you're watching that and now it's like six hours later (laughs) and you've totally binge watched and now it's done. You turn it off and you're like, I feel like a piece of crapola. Like, Like I totally suck. I am the worst. I wasted my whole day. How did I let it all get away from me? I had so much to do. I don't know what's wrong with me. And then you even say that like to your girlfriend or your mama or whoever you're going to talk to later on. You're like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Okay, so that's scenario number one. Okay, not the best way to end the day, but you know what? You had a pretty good day just giving yourself some downtime, but didn't end well. So now let's move to scenario number two. And actually, scenario number two is pretty much the same day as scenario number one. It's Saturday 
you um, have your coffee, you lounge a little bit, and then you sit down and you're like, I'm going to sit on the couch and start straightening up some of the papers and magazines. Then you turn on the TV and you end up binge watching The Queen's Gambit and it's like six hours later and you're watching it. But here's the difference, okay? Here's the big difference in scenario number two. Although you had essentially that same day, you planned ahead of time that you were going to sit on the couch and binge watch TV. Or maybe you planned that I was just going to veg out for the day. Or you planned that I'm just going to totally relax for the day. Whatever that means to me, whatever comes my way, it's going to be relaxation. And so at the end of the day, in scenario number two, not only do you feel relaxed, but here's the big change. You avoid all the negative self-talk. There is no, I suck, I don't know what's wrong with me, I'm the worst. In fact, it's just the opposite because you achieved exactly what you set out to do. Your plan was to chill out. So you achieved that and now you don't feel like, oh my gosh, I had all these things in my mind and my mental checklist I didn't get to. You're like, I just had a day planned of relaxation and I did it. So Now you get to cross that off your list. And I know how much we love to cross things off our list. So on your calendar or on your to-do list was relax or chill out. And now you get to cross it off. So here's what's really interesting about these two scenarios. And please pay close attention here. The result of the day was the same. In both scenarios, you sat on the couch and you relaxed, right? The result is the same. But your feelings your motivation, your self-esteem, your confidence, it all took a hit in scenario number one and it all had a spike in scenario number two. Simply by planning ahead for that downtime and that relaxation time. So I experienced this firsthand last week. I spent an entire week with my parents with two goals only. The number one goal was to see them because I haven't seen them in months and months because of COVID and we don't live in the same state. So I flew over there and I wanted to just be with them. My second goal was to relax. I just needed a break. I needed to get away from a lot of what was happening and I took a full relaxation week. Now, I did plan to do some of my maintenance work that I needed to get done during that time. So some of the meetings that were already on my calendar that before before I planned my trip, I had one speaking engagement that I did online. It wasn't a ton, but there was maybe an hour or two every day and that was it. And then I had blocked off the rest of my week or or as soon as I could before, once I knew I was traveling, so there was no other meetings and appointments. So I had planned in my mind that I'm going to do kind of like the maintenance. I'm going to do the things that I had committed to, but nothing else. Everything after that was going to be relaxation time. And because I made that goal ahead of time, I was able to give myself permission to do it. If I hadn't created that intention, I can guarantee that A, uh, it wouldn't have happened. I just wouldn't have been able to relax. I wouldn't have, I would have just thrown myself into work all week. I just wouldn't have done it without that intention. And two, or B, the time I wasn't working, the time I was just relaxing, I would have been riddled with guilt, right? So if I did choose some of that time to just sit with them, I would have just been guilt-ridden. However, Given the intention, given the plan, the outcome was the same, right? I I still had, I got some of my work done, I had relaxation time, but I felt so much better and I felt so much more inspired and so much more motivated and I have come back 
with an entirely new sense of just inspiration and motivation and just feeling so positive and good about myself. So if you want to have more downtime, if you want to have more relaxation time, if you want to have more family time, if you want to have more time that you're fully present, you simply need to plan for it. Like actually make the intention, number one, and then number two, put it on your calendar. It should be scheduled just like your hair appointment or a girl's night out or a school event or a meeting at work. In our hectic and crazy lives, this is not something that just magically happens. We're just going to go relax. It's more important than ever to plan your unplanned time, to structure your unstructured time. Listen, it's your life and you can do anything you want during this time. You can take a bubble bath. You can binge watch TV. You can read a book. You can lay in bed, stay in bed. It don't matter. But if it's not planned, if that downtime and that relaxation time, that disconnection time is not planned and scheduled on your calendar, there's a really good chance it's not going to happen. And there's an even greater chance that if it does, you will feel totally guilty about it. Don't let that happen even one more day. You work too hard. You are too smart for that. You are too needed to allow that self-deprecating behavior to happen. Really, you should be adding this time to your day every day. This doesn't need to be a special occasion just on the weekends to create that boundary between work time and personal time. What time are you going to commit to disconnecting from work? Every night doesn't mean you gotta sit on the couch with your laptop. Every night, the lines don't need to be blurred between work and home just because you're working from home. Every night, give yourself the gift, give yourself the permission to disconnect and to reconnect to what matters to you most. It could be relationships. It could be personal development. It could be health. It could be mental sanity. It could be emotional happiness. It could be just time to let it all go. But if you don't plan for that time, you know exactly what happens. This is so simple, my friend, and incredibly powerful. This seemingly small habit shift will help you better manage your work, better manage your life, and live with more joy and be more fulfilled and to feel more successful every dang day. And you know that is exactly what I want from you and 100% what you deserve. I cannot wait to hear from you about how you've planned and scheduled your downtime and the impact it's had on you mentally, emotionally, and physically. Which brings us to a close for today's lesson. And of course, the best part is when you actually get to take some action. You put what you've learned into effect. Because you know I always want to leave you with a challenge, so here it is. In the next 24 hours, add at least, and I mean at least, one restful time, one restful period for yourself on your calendar within the next two days. So in the next 24 hours, you got to do it. And then that day or the next day, you've got to have it on there. Again, really, we should be adding this for today, for tomorrow, every day. But I'll give you one day leeway there just to make it happen. Then stay accountable. Come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash podcast forward slash 41 and let me know you did it. 
All right, my sweet lady, thank you for your positive energy, your enthusiasm, and your friendship. And speaking of friendship, my love, if you like what you're hearing, please, please be a sweetie and share this podcast with a friend. Very lastly, don't forget about the free coaching opportunity. Come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash coach me so you can get to coach by me for free. Let's be productive on purpose. I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.